Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us on our first episode of The Safe Space. My name is Layla, and with me today, I have Carissa, Marcus, and our guest, Josiah. And we're going to tell you guys all about our podcast. Um, Well, The Safe Space is a medium for the youth of Irvington to express themselves and to gain knowledge. The Safe Space is an important program which allows us to talk about our struggles and what we face during quarantine. So, we thought it would be really important because a lot of, you know, nowadays a lot of people are not asking what the youth is going through and what better way than talking about it is through podcasts, media, and things like that. So, we all got together and thought we're going to give the youth of Irvington a place to talk about things. So we can't, we got together and we're going to create this podcast. It's going to come out every two weeks and we hope that you guys join us every two weeks to talk about, you know, topics that are important to you, most importantly. So, you know, we're going to go around and we're going to introduce ourselves. Uh, Carissa, can you, you know, do me a favor and start off the show? Definitely. Um, my name's Carissa and I'm an alumni from Irvington High School. And I'm also an upcoming freshman at Rutgers, New Brunswick. Can you tell us what you're studying? Because I'm really excited about it. As of right now, I'll be majoring in biology because I want to become a veterinarian in the future. Yes, girl. Get it. All right, Marcus. My name is Marcus, and I am a junior. My hobbies are playing like video games and just chatting around with friends and video games. My favorite color is red, and that's it. Yes, okay. So, um, as you guys can hear, I am keep on talking. Uh, my name is Layla. I am a uh, the outreach counselor here at the at the Imani Center and for the uh, the safe space, but I am also the media consultant or the audio uh, recorder. What else happens with a podcast? I'm not sure. Well, as we go on, hopefully I'll figure out what my actual title is. So we'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll go as this journey goes on. We'll figure it out together, and hopefully. Um, so today we actually have a guest. We're really excited about. He actually kind of looks nervous right next to me. I don't know if he's gonna make it. Hopefully. What do you think? You think you're gonna make it? Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, yeah. Um, he. It was really important that we thought our first podcast would start off with a student because a lot of things are happening, especially with COVID. We figure, you know, what best to actually ask locals and especially local youth what's going on. So if one of my local co-hosts can actually talk about what's happening. So who would like to introduce our guest today? Okay, today we have Josiah. He's a junior at Irvington High School. And he's a very reputable youth, and he's going on to do big things. So we wanted to hear from him how this experience has impacted his life and how back to school will be for him now that he's in a pandemic. So Josiah, can you kind of kind of tell us who you are? You know, if you had to describe who you are as a person, can you give it to us? Hey. So who is Josiah? Well, Josiah, um... I'm a person. First off, um, I like sports, especially soccer. Oh, yeah, I'm soccer. A, I'm, a, I'm a right back. If you guys know what a right back, I is. do. I played soccer for 12 years. Well, that's that's cool. Yeah, I was a half, I was a half back, and I was 
Right fullback tip. I think, yeah, it was right fullback. Sports, I'm very sporty. Um, if you guys know what calisthenics is, I, I like that. That's what I've been doing for the past quarantine to you know, stay in shape. I like playing video games, and so far my favorite game is Injustice 2, if you guys know what that game is. I have to think about it. Let me just sit with my brain for a minute. All right. And what, so what else is, like, what are what else is Josiah made of? So Josiah is made of a person that always, like, always fights, always works to make himself better because he struggles with a lot of stuff day in day, like speaking. Cause I'm not, I'm not that of a public speaker. During church, you know, it's, it's very rare. So like when I get in, when I get put on the spot like this, I really like it cause it gets me to grow. Yeah. And you know, become more of a public speaker because you know, I like speaking to people. I'm really good at texting people. I can, I can see that. You're definitely, um, you're definitely a bit. You're. I can see you're. You're ready to talk. Um, yeah, and 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 to add on to um, during quarantine, I, I started drawing. Okay. I started drawing. So it was just like a little experiment for me to do because I thought I would do like horrible. All right. But when it came out, it came out nice, and then I proceeded, and you know, I started drawing characters from Avatar. Oh, nice! Minute. I got Marcus over here giving me a thumbs up, so I'm assuming he did really good. That I can actually talk about it in public, not hide his sport artwork. So yes, he did a very good job drawing. He showed, he drew Zuko, he drew Azula. What else did you draw? I drew um Aang. He drew, I didn't I see. Drew, the, I drew him twice. I didn't see the Aang one, but when I saw the Azula and Zuko, I was so surprised that he showed me that. It was awesome. Mm. It, it inspired me to draw, and I got kind of good. I drew Kakashi, Pain. That's see, that's yeah. awesome. All right, so quarantine seems like it treated you well, and that you were able to expand some of your horizons, which is good. Um, I'm so so. I was gonna say Marcus. No, I'm looking at Josiah, not Marcus. Sorry, buddy. That so Josiah, you seem to be able to become a little more well-rounded during this time. Yeah. Um, so what we wanted to talk about though with you as a student of Irvington, Irvington High School, what, you know, coming back from, you know, coming into the new school year, you know, you guys have gone through a lot. You know, you went from being there in person to being there, going into quarantine, going through, uh, you know, now that before even school started, you guys didn't know were you going in person? Were you not going in person? Were you going in person? You know, you guys were jumping back and forth. So that's, that had to be frustrating for you guys. Um, I don't know if my co-host would like to, let's, let's jump in. Let's, let's get this conversation going. Okay, so as you all know, um, the coronavirus spiked, um, possibly I would say like around January, around that time. And my school officially um, sent us home in March. That's right, because you were a senior during I that time. So Carissa was a senior. Those who don't know, Carissa was a senior. I was a senior. Yeah. So um, that was like quite an experience because it was my first time ever being at home while doing school. Although I've always wanted to be homeschooled, I was like surprised at how the experience was. Um, I initially was very proactive because I was happy to be at home, but at the same time, 
as time went on, I started like slacking. I I was just not feeling it anymore, and it became at a point in time where I just had to tell myself that it's my senior year. I have to go out with a bang, and I can't just not do anything and not try. So I pushed myself to the end, and I succeeded. Like I can't imagine. I wouldn't imagine myself in this position right now because I'm so proud of myself. And it's different because my friends were devastated, but I was happy because I don't know why. I was just, I was amazed. And the adjustment was really quick because I've always wanted it, as I said. And I finally got it, and then I found out it wasn't really what I wanted, but it was an ex amazing experience. Right. Yeah. So you went through your own turmoil. Uh, so we're going to get back to you because you're starting college, but now we want to hear from y'all over here. So Josiah, what are your, what are your feelings about this? Because you're, you went into quarantine, you guys, all of you guys went into quarantine and you know, okay, that was, you know, from what I've gathered listening to everybody and you know, it was hard, but then now you guys are going technically back into school year you guys are back in quarantine so what 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 was what what are your thoughts about this whole thing hmm. i personally feel like um i like being in school more than quarantine although quarantine made me think more deeply um i'll be plain honest i actually went crazy for like two weeks okay yeah i was just running back and forth not even knowing what i was doing until like i realized it was already two hours past um yeah, so as I'm saying, uh, I would like us for us to be in school rather than being um, homeschooled because it gets a lot harder. Because I have a little brother who, like, he's very super hyper. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he works because I, I, I'm pretty tired and then he's just running mm -hmm. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, like, yeah, he really gets my nerves. So, you know, it would be best if we, in my opinion, it would be best if we go uh, in person. How old is your little brother? Oh, he's five. Oh boy. Yeah, that's a really hyper. So, I mean, so you guys are going into, um, so you guys, you guys are jumping, you want to go back to school. You know, not so much, I guess, for the schooling, but I mean, what's different for you guys for the schooling versus being at home getting, because from what I understand, looking at the uh, reopening plan, you guys are still gonna, per se, see your teachers through the computer. So what's the difference for you guys? So, um, before when we were back at school, like, if you had a problem, you know, it was, it would be, like, very easy to, like, solve and all that. But in quarantine, it takes, like, a long time. Yeah. Um, I had to, I had to use my sister. Okay. Who was also on top of that busy, so, like, it took, it took a while. It took a while because every single day I did like two shifts, like four or five hours in the morning and then okay. the next three hours in the in the evening. So it took me a long time. And then for the email parts, um, it wasn't that quick, but some of my teachers had reminded, so it was more like a text message uh, app, so it was much faster. But the ones I texted on Google Classroom, it took like up to like sometimes two days or three days before I got the teacher like, got me back because the teacher has a, a lot, they have a lot of students. 
So they took you three days. So you're having an assignment. Sometimes. You're having a struggle, and it's like take three days. Yeah, at most. At most. At mean, most. At, at, no, at least. At, at least. least. So for you guys, you know, what I were you guys ex- experiencing the same thing? Well, I was experiencing because with some of my work I have struggled with and stuff like that, and with doing it virtually, I didn't have like the necessary like resources or anything. I was just getting adjusted to like honor classes and teach and we're just doing virtual work. Um, teachers, every time we go on the live thing on Wednesday, it's just like, oh, do you need help? Stuff like that. And it's just like, what's the point? Because we're, bar- we're barely doing anything. And when we first started quarantine, when they gave us the packets, it was not, it didn't give us everything we needed. It was disorganized. And I had to look up online to do that. And and other other reasons because some people didn't have internet and so me I had to come here to do my work and day after day just going through these packets and I'm just so frustrated and confused looking at these packets and like what I'm supposed to do with the virtual thing I don't I just want to go back to school because what I have like a lot of things that I want to do once I get back to school and I'm not adjusted to doing virtually because in my house I'm overcrowded and having like a lot of people doing virtual work it's just gonna like the mic is just gonna you know like what happens when you have the mic it's just gonna buzz around and stuff yeah you have that interference happening yeah Yeah. so that's gonna be a struggle to deal with plus I have siblings just like Josiah they're so energetic and they won't allow me to like get enough concentration to at least do my work and on top of that I don't even know like if it's going to work are they going to do the same thing last year just keep lasting google classroom work and then just sending a video like that's going to help and also I had this math teacher who was already not he was not good at explaining things as well and once like I had quarantine we just started doing like harder work and I did not get it at all until I like I came here mm-hmm. and I had one of the people here help me with that and I was able to finish it, thankfully. Yeah, so personally, there's some subjects that require in-person training or like somebody physically there teaching you that, for example, that would be like gym or for me, math. I need someone to be physically there explaining to me. And so, um, being at home was like kind of a challenge because the teacher would just upload work every day and sometimes sometimes I'll be just lost I'll be like what is this and there's no way for me to understand how to do it because we don't have a physical class it's just teachers submitting work for us to do and turn in and sometimes it was like a an overload like we have a whole bunch of assignments and we have to complete it that exact same day and it's like there's no leniency, so you just get overwhelmed, as um, Martha said. So I completely understand. Was that your guys' same experience? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, can we? So like, so not having, you know, you guys are making really good points. So like, especially with math, I don't know, I was not good at math growing up, but you know, sometimes we need to have that, um, that like that person truly having access to you know and you guys are sitting at home hoping 
you know, your teacher gets back to you within a same period of time. And, you know, you, I hear that from you guys saying that teacher's not getting, you're hoping within three days a teacher's going to get back to you. So now, you know, you're starting the school year hoping that there's some sense of structure. You know, can you guys talk about, you know, with the high school, do you guys think you're going to have that sense of structure, you know, as opposed to last year? I don't think we're going to have the same structure or anything. A lot's going to change. We're going to, a lot, we're going to have some students not cooperating with like the rules and guidelines that we have to do, which is going to like ruin our school year. Maybe calls us to be, go into quarantine again, doing virtual learning, but hopefully if we have like students, a lot of students just cooperative and following the rules and guidelines, we'll be able to like do in-person learning because I don't know because we have we have people who just ruined everything for us and with Mr. Dennis he's not giving his mind like not giving us like details on is school opening is school not and I have a brother who needs to like enroll to the school because he's about to become a freshman and my dad doesn't even know what to do should he he, he doesn't even know if we should just even buy uniforms yet because. School, we don't know when school's opening, so it's like, is there a point of buying uniforms now? Is there a point of not buying uniforms? And then there was this other point, he gave us a coupon, which was late, was all was supposed to be 20% off, but now it's 5% off, because he gave it to us on a later date, which was like, okay, you could have gave, you could have gave it to us early so we can got that 20% off, which would be good for a lot of, like, students that doesn't have like the funding or money for anything because have to be using um, Chromebooks every day just sitting down and then for like my siblings yeah. for them to sit down they're not going to sit down the whole time watching a ritual thing they're going to leave right. they're going to leave they're not they're not even going to look at the teacher they're going to do something else they cannot stay in the computer and then also I heard like if you sit in the computer for too long it can cause you to become blind and stuff so yeah, I mean, those are things that you guys have to look in the studies and things like that. I mean, it's just, it sounds like it's more chaos on top of chaos on top of chaos for you guys. Would you, you know, Josiah, you can jump in at any point. Like, what are your thoughts about this? You know, you're in the mayhem with, you know, or the trenches with everybody. I agree with what Marcus said, totally agree with what he said. Um, yeah, as he said, yeah, some students will not cooperate because usually they they do not cooperate. Even yeah. in um, I've seen that in honors classes, some students not cooperating. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, it's gonna really change a lot. And I have this feeling that we might like it's not a total guarantee that we're gonna go back. And what if, like so if you guys don't go back because what is that gonna be for you guys emotionally, and you know. Really, honestly, like, what is that going to look for you, for you guys? For me, it will be kind of depressing because to deal with that so many times, just doing virtual things and not be able to, like, do the things that we did in school, like, hang out with people, like, at least, like, associate with our friends during, like, class time, be able to, like, get help from, like, other students, be able to, like, like, in math class a lot of times, they used to have fun, like, 
having competition with other students and now yeah. we're not having that like it just ruined the like moment and you then, can't see it but Josiah's like yeah I miss those days like those days when we just have that when we have those times we just fight over our spots just strive to like get the answer correct and we'll be working together to get this answer doing a project together and all that stuff just to all just to be like oh we're not gonna be able to do that again it's just sad and I just hope that we'll be able to like have that moment. Yeah. Does anybody want to like elaborate? Yeah, I really miss that though. The project working together project. I really miss those days. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're talking a lot about like schoolwork though. What about just generally just being in school? What is that like? You know, I know, Carissa, you really can't talk about like what it's going to be like in the fall actually being in the high school, but like just being in quarantine from last year like thinking about it for them I don't, I don't know if i'm making sense but like what is it going to be like you guys i from what i understand you guys are not going back to school until October second so you guys are not going back to school the first month yeah so i thought it was two months i think you guys are going back to school for the first two months yeah they, for some reason this you're just confusing me because yes, someone tells me a year we're not going for, back for the whole year. I hear some people saying we're not going back for a month, and now it's too much. I'm like, see, it's a lack of which, communication, which is really confusing for you guys. But you know, it's that you know. So we're talking about the schoolwork, but like, what about the daily day for you guys? Like, being out of the house, seeing your friends, like being out in the world in general. You know, we've been pretty much cooped up since last March. Like, what is that going to be for you guys? Because, well, all right, let me rephrase my question. Thinking you guys were going back to school, like, actually physically, what were your feelings prior to you learning that you were not? Let's start with Josiah, then I'm going to jump over to you. Okay. What did, what did you think about? Like, you were like, oh, I'm going back to school in September. Oh, I was happy because usually when I was when I was back in quarantine, I actually thought like the corona was gonna be done for in June, and then everything would go back to right. the usual stuff. And then you know it didn't happen, and uh, I mean it took a toll on me. Like now that I'm realizing all these stuff, yeah. Because you know usually back in school, back with you know having people around you, you know you think you know you think you don't think selfishly, you think less selfishly. Right. You know the more like you are like alone. For me personally, mm-hmm. like the more like I isolate myself, the more like I become more selfish, which is just not good for my me as a person. It just breaks me down. Right. And, you know, I don't, I don't really like like I do some some stuff to my even brother. I don't really like doing that. Those selfish moments, I just don't like them. When I just think about them, I just what a terrible person I am. Yeah, I hear that. And then you know. Now you guys are learning. What about you, Marcus? Me, when I thought I was about to go back to school, the first thing I thought about was shopping for my stuff. No. I was, I was thinking about getting school my shopping. Program. What? I was get, talking about getting my a nice new pen so I could write. I was thinking We're about getting a shopping. nice book bag to start school. Just start. I was just thinking about starting fresh, like starting freshly out the school year. And now to think that. To know that we're not, I don't even know we're starting going to school. I'm like, should I do the shopping? Is it is it worth it? Is it is it worth it? And I'm like, 
I, I think I should po postpone. And then I'm, the thing also, like, thinking about not going to school is just, like, like, band. Like, the stuff that we did in band was, like, fun and stuff. <laughs> like, now, like, we have in band, but there's, like, not that much people showing. And it's depressing because there's a really cool, like, music that we're doing, and there's not that much people there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, we're doing something cool, but... We don't have the necessary people to be there, and it's sad. What about you for Carissa? Because, like, you were like, wow, I'm graduating, and I'm going off to college. Yeah. Personally, I was actually looking forward to the college experience because, you know, it's, it's college. Like, who doesn't want to go to college and be free and, like, find out who you are as a person? So I was, like, really looking forward to that. And then when I found out we were um, going to be virtual, it's like I kind of broke. Because how am I going to be free if I'm still in the house with my parents, my brother? Like, I'm not free. I'm still, I'm still like a kid, basically, because I'm not able to make my own decisions at this point. And so, yeah, it kind of broke me. But it's still a new experience, and I'm grateful for it. And I know one day we'll be able to go out and I'll be able to have my college experience. So I'm just looking forward at this point. Uh, so I hear a lot of like, oh God, I'm stuck with my siblings. Yeah, yeah. siblings. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it, again though, it's like that, it, it, what I'm hearing though from you guys, it's a lot of loss. A lot of loss in, on all your ends. So, you know, when you think of loss, Tell me more about the loss. What are you losing this year? I mean, we don't like to talk about loss. We don't like to talk about grief. You know, it's a really hard subject for a lot of us. But when you think about this, even the school year and what we're coming up with, what are you? What what is this loss for you guys? I know we're taking a dark turn, but let's go down this dark road for a minute. Uh, we lost our pep rallies, which were amazing. But I love a good pep rally. <laughs> we lost that. We lost our super honor roll, honor roll certificates, and lost that. We lost our Martin Luther King essay writings, which were great because it allows you to like think about you did something great, which I I won last year. Oh, good. Mark so, this. Look, I was so happy. I didn't. I never. Yeah. Knew I, got, I got third place. It was third place, and I was like, I was like, I really did that? And I was surprised, and it was great having, like, going to the stage, getting a certificate, and it was a great experience for me, doing, like, for the honorable thing, just to stand up to show, like, there's a lot of intelligent students in Irvington High, and a lot of people are trying to, like, tell them, saying, like, oh, we're a, we're a bad school and stuff like that, but we really have a lot of intelligent people there. Yeah that can like take on every school so nobody can't play us like that so right also things that we lost like experience to like for me because my first time i finally got to like open the locker I used to have so much trouble opening my locker but, that i used to be like i used to wait for one of my friends being like hey, open my locker but i finally learned how to open my locker so that was great, and I was able to put my stuff in there, and 
I didn't have to like carry stuff around anymore and also another experience just just like during lunchtime we used to like just play Uno or something like that. Just play, <laughs> do a lot of things and just yeah. Yeah, to add on that, um I do JRTC in um school. Okay. Yeah. So me I usually you know, I rarely go to the lunchroom. I always hung out in the Jared's room because it was just a, a very good place to be in. Uh, yeah, we lose that. We lose that too, which is just, it's one of the subjects that like, it also requires being in person. Remember um, the battalion stuff and everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she, 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 was, she was a battalion. Yeah, you see it, Chris was like, yeah. Yeah, I um, actually was supposed to um, participate in the event. The exercise thing, yeah. Because, yeah, I was supposed to be like the champ and everything, so I was looking forward to that. But it is what it is. Me too. I, I was so heartbroken when like it was canceled, like the practice was canceled, and that was just it. Oh. We never came back. Yeah, that's 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 again another loss. What about you, Carissa? Okay, so as you know, I was a senior at the time, so I missed graduation, prom. Um, I was a top 12 senior, so there was supposed to be a banquet and everything. There was like no ceremony. We just got a book and we just read our speech on a camera. We don't even know like if they even published that recording. I have no idea. Um, or senior trip, we missed like a, a whole bunch of stuff. And I was also the, um, the student council body president. So Ow. I wanted to end out the year with a bang. But since you weren't in school, um, it, I was, my um, actions were like limited because we're online, right. we're not physically in school, so there's not much I can do. But even though I'm not, I'm still not a student at Irvington High School, I will still see if I can make an impact anywhere I go. And I'm repping Irvington anywhere I go too. So well, you're on this podcast now, or <laughs> you know. But like you know, so what I'm hearing is a lot of like you know people don't realize like these little things they impact us by a lot, you know. Um, and I appreciate you guys sharing like just like things like pep rallies, like it's just things like little things that we miss like that unify us, like that that like a human contact and people don't realize like how important that is you know um and it's it's a loss to grief like we're, we're we're in mourning of these things and uh and it just it shows that like it's really important that we listen to what like what we need to do so we can get this back you know do you guys think though if once we get our quote-unquote new normal what is that going to look like? Oh, I'm going to say this. You see, when I watch movies... Let's hear that, it. Uh, Josiah is ready. Yeah, I watch movies and I saw them, like, touching themselves. And I was, like, back in the corner, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is not acceptable. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it will really change. And, like, people will be more on their hand sanitizers and, and uh, other stuff. And people will be more... Because right now, like, if you just, like, walk around and just go touch a random person, yeah, they will most likely sue you. Yeah. They will freak out. Usually, it would be like, oh, you good. Yeah. But now, nah, they will sue you. Yeah. You got to watch out for bumping into people, too. They're going to they gonna come in crazy. You got to 
People are just gonna have like some tissue trying to open the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's crazy. So you know, so we're gonna touch the doorknob. We're gonna spray like fifteen times. When you sneeze, people are like, "Oh, oh. gosh," you know. Um. So, but like, so what? How about your friends? Like, what about like your? What do your friendships look like right now? Your interaction with your friends. When's the last time you've seen your friends? You know, was that something you guys were looking forward to when you went to school? Yeah, me, um, I saw some of them back in soccer practice like two weeks ago, and I was pissed about that too because they canceled it too. They canceled our preseason. <sighs> they said um, September 14th, but they said they, it might, the coach just said it might be canceled. So I saw a lot of them, and like, you know, we were really happy to see each other. Yeah. Like, even like, we, we even forgot when they said we'd come to practice, we forgot there was even a thing called COVID. I almost forgot my max until I went out. I would have like cried and when I felt, I've been like, oh my god, like had that music playing like as you were running to like hug everybody. Yeah, that would have been me. I know what I'm supposed to do next year. What? Just because of that football team. I swear to God, I have a grudge with that football team. <laughs> but we're not, no, on this podcast, we're not, uh, we're not dropping names. <laughs> Don't make me start bleeping things. But... So, friends with interactions. I had intera- interactions with some of my friends in practice. So, yeah. See, Carissa? Um, I actually haven't seen anyone from my senior year group since, like, I collected my diploma. And, like, I recently saw um, Josiah and Marcus because I haven't been out. So, yeah. <laughs> Were you like, thank God I see humans? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that would have been made. I'm like, is that what humans look like? Yeah, even at home, I'm just like in my room. I don't, you rarely see my face. That's so funny. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something that I think a lot of people are like, you know, uh, wow, this is where people look like. Or, you know, I know some students are, were very excited to see their friends going into the school year and then finding out that, uh, you're gonna we're gonna prolong that a little bit longer, but you know what I think one of the concerns was, you know how you do how do how are we gonna social distance, your when you go back to the school year because are, honestly are you guys gonna be able to, to keep that social distancing your friend you know is Marcus not gonna run into the arms of, of a friend or Josiah are you not gonna run and be like oh my god man what's up, yeah. you know. Do that bro hug or something. I don't know how to bro hugs. Yeah, I don't know how to bro hug. Our school, the hallways are always packed. Yeah. West Wing, stairwell, the West Wing at general, they just be packed with students. You you can't even breathe. You're gonna have to like get the way you go. If you if you're late, then like you're late because that much students you want to try to get through that. It's it's it's, it's a nightmare. But at the, at the end of the day, though. I think you, but it sounds like you guys need to see your friends. Yeah. I think you guys need to be, you guys are grieving that, that, like that, you know, the pep rallies, the soccer teams, the, you know, just those simple things of like, even seeing your teachers. Yeah. Don't, you guys are saying like, you're looking at me like, don't make me admit this out loud. Yeah. You guys, nobody can see their, these kids' faces, but they're like rolling their eyes at me and saying, don't make me admit it out loud. But yes, I do miss my teachers. 
I won't admit it, but I, I do miss them. It's just missing that interaction with people, you know, and that's okay. Um, so, okay, so Marcus, um, what solutions would you have for the school moving forward? So, some solutions that I can have for the school is that, like, we can, like, do, like, all students, like, are in classrooms, and the teachers move to, like, different classrooms, and go from there, so that means, like, only the teachers are moving. That's, That's it. a good idea. And maybe another thing is, like, we just do, like, grade level coming in school, so we can just see, we don't have this, and then just see our grade level, and... Mm -hmm. Some people might want to see other grade levels, but we, that's all like we can do possibly at that moment. What you, know, you, you know, you come up with good ideas. So what do you decide? So um, for me, one suggestion that I, some suggestion that I had in my mind was, you know, back in where I'm from, some students go mornings and like afternoons. So like, if that could work. Maybe like maybe like what Marcus said. Maybe this grade level come this specific time, and then this grade level come this specific time. And also, I saw on the news, which which was which might be a good suggestion that what about outdoor classes like the park, the what's it called? Stakes. I say stadium, but I don't know what's called. The blue knights, I think. The field. Yeah, the field. Yeah, the field. The field. The field. Like if they could set up some classes there, it would be great. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. That's true. Um, I would also suggest that, um, do you know like how teachers, before they come into school, they always have like this board meeting before yeah. the students enter school? Um, I observed that um, when the pandemic just started, the teachers weren't aware how to maneuver the technology. So I think that um, they should have like a seminar to teach them how to effectively use that technology so that the students can have the best learning as possible. Cool. You guys got some really good ideas. Yeah. Um, so, what did you learn about yourself during this time of isolation? Hmm. So, I learned that I never, never, never knew a person could go crazy by just staying home. <laughs> I never knew that. That was the first time I, I knew that. And I never knew that, like, missing out on, like, I mean, as she says, small, small things yeah. can really can really put you in a bad spot. Yeah. Um, I learned that, you know, as, I, as I'm isolating myself, I get more selfish, which is just, just not good. What do you mean by more selfish? I've been really interested because you keep saying selfish. So, you know, back in when we have ROTC and other stuff, you know, yeah. you tend to bring your, you tend to look out for your... Your your part, your brother. Yeah, your I think brother. that's what they say, yeah, like your, 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 your platoon brother more, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't speak artistic. Yeah. You, tend, you tend to do that. So, like, when you're not having those stuff, it's like, who am I going to do it to? It's like, okay, I'm just going to do it myself. Bye, y'all. So, yeah. so it was like that. And, you know, it's been really bad on me. And I learned that, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to be, like, I don't need to have, say, talent in something. I can just try it. I'm, I'm gonna, I can be successful today. Now, you know, I recently learned that, you know, like, something like track, you don't, you don't need to have talent to like do you can just do it because me i always consider myself as a averagely fast person so you know i started you know watching these 
you know, track athletes, how they maneuver their foot and all that, you know, it's, it's been great for me. That's cool. Um, so it sounds like you're missing, but it, a lot of what you're missing though is human contact to kind of put your, yourself back in perspective. So I have a question for Josiah. You know that we have a lot of autism and people that really need help during school, so how do you think that's going to impact them? Oh, that's a great question. That's a good question. I, I, didn't, like, even think, I, I didn't even think about that. I feel like they, they need it as much as we do. They need the human contact as much as we do. Um, I don't really know too much about autism, but um, I don't really know too much about them, but you know, sometimes I, I felt that like, you know what I'm saying, I had autism as well. Cause you know, I had struggling. Cause they said, I read something like speech. There's a, there's a lot of things that go into the criteria of diagnosis of autism, but I think you, you're really pointing out something that I don't think that the school actually even they, they overlooked. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but keep going. Yeah. I would love to hear your perspective as a student. As, as I say, I, I think, I believe they need it more so than us. The human contact more so than us. Because I really see, you know, these people with them and, you know, like you just do something small for them. Like you're so, you're so happy about it, which makes, you know, you happy too. So I, I think they're really missing out on that. I also agree with what Josiah said. Um, the special education class at Irvington High School is very small, so I believe that it is possible for them to have that one-on-one -on -one in person learning. Maybe they could like have a um, class on the field or at the park or something to engage them because it's a very small group and once they have those teachers there with them and they're supervised, I believe that that's standard learning for them, and I would love that also. Yeah, uh, definitely. Marcus, I think that's a really good perspective yeah. that to put up because, um, you know, I think that during this time, a lot of people, uh, I think they, they look at the general population, and they're not realizing that um, looking at specific populations that you know, that specific people need specific needs. And I think that's something that was really great that you pointed out. Good question. Now I'm going to really think about this afterwards. I'm going to be like, oh, Marcus, now how can we help them? You know? Because it also relates to, like, people that doesn't speak English. Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Like, if they don't speak English, how are they going to go through the virtual meet? Look, just having, looking, they're going to just look at the screen and be like, what is this? Right. So, it are you know, is their program going to be set up for that? Do we know? You know, has the has the school board considered that? Uh, I personally, I don't. They, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't. I don't. I personally think they haven't like really. I think they thought about it, but I don't think they thought about it enough to like mm -hmm. think about like every like possible explanation because you know. We humans are not perfect, and we can't just like yeah. find every like possible problem to like every situation and stuff. So it's again, we're looking at at humans as a whole. Yeah, we're not looking individually, saying, okay, this is what A population needs, B population needs, C population needs. We're just looking at 
A through Z and say, well, A through Z needs this. Not saying, what do we need? You know, what does each category need individually? And I think that during this whole process, I think that's what's being forgotten. Um, I believe that communication-wise, um, we shouldn't be so uncertain as it relates to you guys going back to school because now that we're virtual, it's easier to um, send information and relay that information, even though like it may not be as effective as being in person, but you're still able to relay that information. So you guys should not be clueless as to what's going on as it relates to you guys going back to school. But I totally feel for you guys and I'm yeah. here whenever you need it. It's nice that you have somebody who's graduated from the program, yep. um, who's graduated from high school. Because again, you know, piggybacking, uh, Krista said that, you know, you guys should not not know what's happening. You know, and they should be like, this is what's happening, this is what your school year looks like, and this is what the support systems should be in place, and I think that's what is lacking currently for you guys. Um, and we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit. Um, so another thing that's happening is, so a lot of the support, and what's, what's really great that's supporting us currently is the Imani Center, which is what's supporting currently this podcast. And for those who don't know who the Imani Center is, does somebody want to explain the Imani Center? Go ahead, Marcus. So the Bridge Imani Center is a program which allows you to learn different aspects like crocheting, knitting. We have sex education. We have um, a lot of different like programs, activities. Sometimes we have trips. We have um, we have a little like gifts and stuff, and it's. It's like, a, it's like a family. Yeah. It's like a, it's family. a family, yeah. We, it's a really great program that I think it supports a lot of the Irvington uh, youth population, the community especially, um, and it has a really great open-door policy that, you know, I think that the community forgets that we're here, and but, you know, no kid is, the door is never closed on anybody, and... You know, they, the Yamani Center has been gracious enough to support us in this podcast. And unfortunately, though, due to unforeseen circumstances, the state has decided to close uh, uh, all school-based counseling, which is what the Yamani Center does. And the Yamani Center has clinicians and support counseling, individual counseling, I mean, we try to have any support we can for the youth for Irvington, and, you know, luckily I have three wonderful kids and students in front of me that have gone through the the program themselves, and I would really love to hear from you guys individually how this program has helped you, and talk about, you know, it closing, how it's going to affect you and could affect potential, you know, kids in the future because the fact is states closing and cutting a lot of funding and unfortunately the Imani Center is in its path and we're trying everything humanly possible to keep it open but if you guys can uh, kind of talk about it. Uh, Chris, I want to start with you because 
you know, being a recent graduate and being part of our program for so as long as you have and experiencing some of the benefits and maybe not so benefits. I don't, you know, just your experience and all and what you've hoped for the future for us. Um, if you could just talk about that for a few minutes and then Marcus and then our special guest, Josiah, that would be really great. Okay, so um, I actually moved here to the United States in 2018 from Jamaica and ever since being here at the school and everything, anytime I needed assistance with um, schoolwork or if I was confused about anything, I'll just hear my teachers always saying the bridge, the bridge, check out the bridge. And so for like months, I was like, what is the bridge? Where's the bridge? And like, I was searching for months. Some people didn't know where it was. And um, after school one day, like about four o'clock, that's way after school, I saw some students hanging out nearby the school. So I was like, um, hey, where are you coming from? And they're like, the bridge. So I was like, seriously, where's the bridge? I've been searching for this place. Like, <laughs> this magical forever. place. Yeah. And then um, they told me, so I was like, okay, can I go in now? They're like, oh, no, it's closed. So I was like, okay, definitely. I have to find my way in there one way or another. Um, eventually, I came the next day, and I met Miss Vanessa and Miss Liana. I went through the process. Like, it was amazing. Immediately as I came in, like, I was accepted with open arms. And I've used the bridge as an outlet for as long as I can remember. I come here whenever I needed, like, community service. If I needed help with anything, you could just come to the bridge. It's like, as this podcast is named, it's the safe space. Um, so it has always been that outlet for me. And at this point, I'm, like, distraught because it's such a great program. And it's not only, like, academic or anything. If you have any problems, you can check the bridge. Um, actually, um, last year, I got the opportunity to watch The Lion King at Broadway for just $15. Like, where do you get that opportunity from? I'm going to have to, like, start so, crying. I, I feel like by the time we get to do it, I'm going to, like, start, like, bawling like, like a baby over here. I was, like... It was just, it's amazing. Even when I go to the, like, food bank, it's just an amazing experience. And you meet these wonderful people, and there, there's just nothing like the bridge. So that's all I have to say for right now. Yeah, please, because I'm going to start crying. Yeah, I'll pass it on to Marcus. So for me, as a freshman, um, I started going to, when I first came to this building, I was just like, what is it? Because I was just a freshman, and... I'm just looking around, just looking, and then I just met Miss Vanessa for the first time. I signed in my paper and everything, and as I was starting to sign my paper, I just got comfortable, and I felt like I fit in and everything. And then as, like, we had this program going on, I was able to, like, get, learn, and do different things. I was able to, like, start up my schedule with even like know how my schedule is going to be like and Miss Vanessa helped me with that. I was able to like get a good start for my freshman year thanks to Miss Vanessa and all the people from the bridge. I was able to get enough help, resources and and I learned a lot things I didn't even know about. Like I didn't know that we need community service hours in order to like go to college and stuff like that. I was able to get, I didn't even know how to like get those hours or anything. 
I got help from the bridge. I was doing like Carissa food bank things, which was actually fun because we had a lot of like similar faces, people there, and it was just able, felt good being able to like do something great, helping people, giving people stuff, and just doing it for free. I just felt great and just started like working out hours and stuff, and I was also learned how to crochet and which was a great skill and and I was like was I was I able to learn this and at first I thought like I was not I was not learning this but then as the week passed by I was able to learn it and stuff like that and then we had like APPI classes which helped a lot because I didn't learn none of that from school some of the no I'm not gonna say none some of the things that I had in school like it's just like I learned a lot and without the bridge it's like what what else place what would other refreshments go to to get a good start because if you're just enrolling as a freshman the bridge is a great place that you can like get a good start and be able to like learn different things and just be able to like get get those necessary resources to go to college and if you don't want to go to college, like have a career in different planning things so that you can just be prepared for your future. Okay, your turn to sign. Yeah, so, <laughs> you guys were like, oh, I'm over here like starting to tear up. Go So when I was in eighth grade, um, my sister, you know, she was in the bridge, so she usually, every Friday, she went to, you know, the food bank. And I, I always wondered why, why you always, you know, go, why you always coming from the way you always bring stuff. And then she told me about the bridge and everything. So like when um the first day of freshman year, I tried to come here. I couldn't come here until like the fourth, like the fourth day. And I came and you know, usually me, I'm like, whenever I'm going place, I'm like this. Yeah. I'm like always closed and I'm just, you know, just going. So, you know, this place made me open up more, especially when we, you know, do these programs like the food bank. Um, I actually, first when I went there, I didn't even think it was going to go great i'm like i thought i'm just gonna just i'm just gonna just sit in my corner and just just hand people stuff and then you know buy yeah you actually got to you got you to say stuff you know not just throw in the word like you got you, you actually have to mean it you got to inter- it it touched you like it made you interact and mm-hmm. find a place inside of you it sounded like when i was there there was these two people i'm not trying to put them on the spot they they like they they, they didn't want to be there but like the shift came and like they started doing stuff that they said they didn't want to do. They didn't, they said they didn't want to be speaking. They didn't want to do that. They want they said, oh, we're good. We're just gonna stay back here. But they were the ones helping people put their stuff in the store. And back with the API stuff, they it's like zero chance they're gonna teach us that same thing in school. Zero, zero, zero chance. So you know it was a great experience. You know, and you know these people they're very 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 nice because you know, not every day you meet nice people in school they're like disrespectful people just like bumping into them they're like what like they start like cussing you out and like you're like oh i didn't even do nothing right i just i just accidentally stepped on you so you know it's a very great great place to be in you know it changed your mindset and you know, make you think you know, better about the human population that people they're actually good people out there yeah, you guys are having me like I'm. I'm also sitting in my feelings over here because I'm probably gonna cry all the way home now. But that's okay. Um. So now you've obviously the bridge, um, the Amani Center is 
I can, oh, goosies over here, um, has like really touched you guys. Now, how do you, with its potential and probably closing, like how is this going to affect people in the future? Because we've served the community for almost 30 plus years. Now there's a potential that we might not anymore. How do you think this is going to affect the community? Um, it's going to affect the community a lot because back to what I was saying about autism, the people that doesn't speak English, the bridge, it has people that can help, like people that speak Hispanic or Haitian or Creole and stuff like that. And for them to like lose that opportunity to like help get learn, learn like the English language. And because I've been hearing like the teachers from like this, like help people, what do you call it? special ed teachers. They're, they're barely helping the students get the help they need. It's, I've been hearing that a lot, and it's like, I don't think, like, the special ed teachers are, like, giving the help that, like, the bridge are giving, because the bridge, it has, like, a lot of resources, and it's just, like, a, it's also a fun and hard-working place to be at, and for people just to shut it down just because for no reason and not having a validation is just sad yeah and it sounds like going back to something that chris has said to me was like um you know it, the teachers even say oh go to the bridge go to the bridge go to the bridge go to the imani center so even the school leans on the resources that the imani center has you know um so not having that is gonna really play a factor. Whew, before I get like super emotional over here, um, does anybody want to like end on some last thoughts on the Imani Center before? Like if you have to describe the Imani Center in one word, what would it be? Let's end on that for the Imani Center. Okay, it's, uh, it, Josiah over here is counting a lot of fingers. So <laughs> whatever, what just use whatever words you have over here. Um, I always think about this in my mind. It's just a great place to be at. I'm not, it's not just regular say, oh, this place is great. This is just great. Is, it's an understatement. It's just superb. Superb. Okay. I can't go on your word, which is a long word. Okay. It's just it's just give it to me. It's a big, happy family okay. that will always have your back anytime. So, uh, there you go. Carissa? There's honestly no words that can be used to describe the bridge. It's just that amazing, honestly. Um, if I could put it to anything, I would say, like, it's teen heaven, honestly. Teen heaven. <laughs> teen heaven. As you guys can see, they don't listen to directions. One thing we have not taught them is how to use one word. And, but you can see how much the Imani Center means to them because we obviously, I mean, as a, um, as a, as a counselor here, I can say is like, uh, whew, one word for me watching you guys is, um, oh gosh, what would I use? I mean, growth, watching you guys. I've watched you guys grow. I've watched this become a sanctuary for you guys. I can't even, words can't, you're right. Okay, there's not more than, there's more than one word. Okay. So um, we're going to end on that note. So I just want to say, Josiah, thank you so much for coming. Um, we are the safe space. And we're going to be back again in two weeks. 
and look us out on some platforms. And uh, thank you guys. Everybody wants to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me.